Please listen carefully. Hello and welcome to the fifth edition of the Weekend Brunch Club. And uh, bonjour to any of our Australian listeners. So today to kick things off, me and Thomas want to talk about these cool t-shirts that we got that have our logo that is featured on our Instagram page and on our iTunes. And yeah, these shirts have the logo in the our top right, like near our near our shoulders. And they're very it's a very exciting addition to the Brunch Club Corporation, if that's what you want to call it. And I don't know, we're both pretty excited. You can see the shirts on our Instagram page and if anyone wants to buy them, um you can't. Yeah, so these shirts are 95% cotton, 5% polyester. The, you know, the common cotton shirt. Uh, they are white. We can work out a way to find different colors to get the shirts printed on if anybody, any possible future buyers request as such. This is pretty much just trying to get our... This is trying to get our name, sort of market ourselves, uh... You know, we're walking advertisements this way, and we just really want to get our get our name out there as our popularity is growing. We need more, we need more worldly and sort of viewers, not only from people who we know, but people who see our shirts, and that's that's our key market right now is the shirt lookers. We also got hats that say look at our shirts so if people look don't look at our shirts and they look at our hats then they're going to look at our shirts and they're gonna be like hey i'm gonna, I'm gonna look look that up and listen to it on itunes and so today the first i'll call it a segment today that we have is thomas brought something up interesting to me and so we're going to talk about it and i'll let him introduce it actually yeah so one of my top 13 favorite movies of all time includes back to the future um what I found so fascinating is that he went into the future. Marty went into the future. And that really sparks a thought in my mind is like, how could people like, I know that time travel is kind of like a myth or something like that. But when we really think about it, people trying to tell the future, they, they actually do exist. And that's through meteorology. It's crazy because, you know, you can look on your phone on your computer, your laptop, tablet, and you see what the next few days look like weather-wise, which is insane if you think about it. They're, we know what's going to happen. Like, it's so mind-boggling, boggle, bottle, both of them, that, like, we, they're people who tell the future, and they tell it so accurately that I know tomorrow, let's wear pants or... Maybe bring a raincoat of some sorts, but Declan doesn't really seem to agree. Okay, well, I, I do agree with you on the part that they're pretty accurate. As much as it's kind of joked about in pop culture, shout out pop culture jokes, that weather men or me, weather people, really, <laughs> or meteorologists, uh, they get they get it wrong a lot. If they get it wrong, I, I see you're arguing if they get it wrong 10% of the or if they get it wrong 90% of the time, they're still telling the future 10% of the time. But for me, I don't see it as they're telling the future. And that is because they're kind of, 
they have these satellites and they can see uh, what weather is coming up above that. It's, it, it's almost like, so they see the clouds in the distance, but they have satellites and they see it in the far distance and they're going to say it takes this much time for the clouds to travel over here based on the wind and then it's going to rain in two days. And in a way it's predicting the future, but the clouds are moving. So it's almost, no, I don't think it is predicting the future because it's raining over there. You're not predicting that the clouds will, you know, rain currently because you already see that it is and it's just the world spinning and the clouds moving. And my analogy for this was that if you saw a car coming down the street, like it was driving and you, and you said that the car was going to pass you, then you would be predicting the future, I guess, because you know the path it's going to take. And the time that the meteorologists are wrong is when the car takes a turn or something like that. Yeah, but your your argument is paper thin here. Um, when we look at the sort of point of view of future lookers, I mean, we we know what's going to happen. The whole thing about the car, it's going to pass you, which is insane because it, it, it could very well not pass you. And we know that it will or won't. Sorry, I don't know, not we, but meteorologists know that that car may or may not pass you. It may take a turn left or right a u-turn possibly and who knows out of the ordinary might turn into a transformer and just walk by you as a leader as a at a leisurely pace so you're wrong in that sense before i respond is the transformer analogy kind of like if a hurricane or a tornado were to just break out yes but they know that that might happen just like how robots are real in Japan, we could very well propose that one car in, let's say, the greater Toronto area is a transformer from Japan. I mean, it's far-fetched, but it could happen, and that's what meteorologists are saying right now. Okay, shout-out Sam Witwicky, because that's pretty awesome. He just goes to a car place, and uh, or a, a dealership, as some folk call it. <laughs> dealership and his car happens to be a transformer and he really didn't choose to be thrust into that position but he saved the world multiple times regardless so shout out to him and his parents because like his dad could have actually bought him a porsche when he drove past the porsche dealership but instead he went to uh went to kind of a rundown dealership where bumblebee was hiding and so i i think that it's not really predicting the future if you say that the car is going to come by you really when you're driving if you're going to a destination chances are you're not turning too many times and for all the streets you pass you're going straight more than you're turning onto these streets and so it would just be uh mathematically um like it would be the probability of it just going straight and passing you uh would be very high and that's why a meteorologist would predict that the clouds would actually go like straight and into the area where they say it will rain and not turn into a transformer. Okay, but you're pretty much just saying what I'm saying, that they're telling the future. Are you not? Yeah, so when you said back to the future, he goes to the future. And the first one, he actually goes to the past. So I think your whole <laughs> argument has kind of broken down from there. And may you could probably be totally right, but your credibility is gone, so no one will believe you. But even though no one will believe you, some people, including myself, will believe in you. So uh, next, we're going to be moving on. We're going to be opening up the phone lines. And how we're doing this, we're going to be...
going on Instagram Live on our Instagram at Weekend Brunch Club, and people will call in, and we'll see what they want to talk about. Hello, it's uh, Justin Woods calling from uh, Mars, Oregon. How, how are you guys doing today? We're great. Thank you for your call. Yeah, yeah, honored to be on the show. Honored to have you. Um, is there any pressing topics you'd like to discuss? Yeah, I was just wondering uh, your guys' opinion about backwards hats. Are they they really kind of improper? A lot of people, the older generation, say it's kind of a telltale sign of a disgruntled youth or you know lacking maturity. What do you guys think about it? I do understand how some people can think that it's only for delinquents. Um, they are sort of almost not not using the equipment properly. I mean, hats are made to keep the sun out of your face, but you guys are wearing it backwards and they just look silly. They're trying to keep the sun off the back of their heads, which is ridiculous because we don't have any faces back there. That's a good point. They do seem to add style points, which I respect. Mm-hmm. Exactly. If you're going to wear a hat, like it better look good. Exactly. So, what do you think about that, Declan? Um, I, I think it's strictly from a utility perspective yeah it's strictly from a utility perspective because if you're facing the sun then you should wear your hat forwards but if your back is to the sun then you should wear your hat backwards to cover the back of your neck because the sun is not facing your face and if the sun is if it's noon and the sun is directly above you well then you're sol yeah that's a good point but like in a social context, do you do you think it you think it uh, kind of shows a telltale sign of somebody who's not really all there maturity wise? Well, you could look at look at it as a sign of respect. If um, say me and you were having a conversation, I was wearing my hat forwards. Uh, you are taller than me, so if I was wearing my hat forwards, the brim would be covering my face. You wouldn't be able to see my face. Um, That's true. By turning it backwards, I could show you more respect, uh, give you my full attention. Because under under my hat, you don't know what's going on over there. That's true. You mean? That's true. Yeah. But what happens if you if I perceive it as you turn your hat backwards? Uh oh, it's a casual conversation now. Well, if we were talking business, strictly business, I don't think there. Were, I don't think I would be wearing a hat. But I do understand where your concern comes in. <laughs> and I also I do understand that this is very. It's a big topic in your life. I've seen you wear multiple hats, multiple days, uh, sometimes forward, sometimes backward. So I get how you're playing the whole field there. Uh, it really depends my mood. You know? That's what it really comes down to. Justin, what about Carolina Hurricanes starter caps backwards? Um, I'm, I'm a big fan of the Carolina, Carolina Hurricanes, like the one uh, Mr. Poole wears. Mm-hmm. Yes, our mm-hmm. friend Graham Poole, shout out. Um, yeah, first of all, shout out to my boy Poole, you know, been a long time brother. But yeah, he, Graham is kind of the definition of a, a good hat wearer, you know, anything, anything that he puts on his head usually looks good, and personally I'm a hat forward with that kind of guy, you know, he's got a little bit more of a flat lid to it, but uh, he still, still looks good either way, so I'm going to go hat forward though. Okay, Jess, I'm going to take this. Uh, stance one step further this argument do you prefer a fitted or a snapback um i'm gonna go uh snapback simply because the fitteds they're 
they're not the sizes. I'm right in between a seven, seven and three eighths and seven and a quarter. And it really, really kind of grinds my gears a bit. So I have to go with the fitted just for the strictly buckle on the back. Um, I'm going to have to disagree with you. Okay, fair. Um, I, I find that fitteds aren't like snapbacks. Snapbacks seem to be popular among the youth. And, you know, for that case, I think the fitted is more mature look. It's a sleeker. Um, well, it is a fitted, so it's fitted to your head, so you can wear it properly. But aren't you? Aren't somebody else is fitting it for you versus a snapback? You're fitting it yourself. Somebody could very well be between snaps. Can they not be? Yeah, but what, there's more snaps than there are sizes. Have no, you? I'm direct. Oh, you. Uh, have you tried buying the fitted one size mm-hmm. bigger, the one that you said was bigger, and putting in the yeah. wash and dryer so it shrinks? I have. I've also put it in the sun before and ran it under uh, warm water. Still still doesn't work. Well, if you put it in the yeah. sun, it would probably burst up in flames, Justin. Yeah, that, it, like, it's a real risky process. It's it's kind of like making a mold. But get it. I get it. I don't get it. Yeah, I don't know. All right. All right, Justin. Well, thank you for your time. We really appreciate the call. And uh, Hey, I, I have uh, one last final question. What are you guys' uh, plans with Matthew O'Brien? Is oh, he coming back? Oh. Uh, we are discussing his future here at the show. Um, yeah. As we're... Hit a, a sore subject there? Not, not sore, but... We are, it's in the works. Um, this works. is our fifth episode. He signed to a five episode deal. And okay. and he missed the fifth. He was supposed to be here and he didn't show up. Um, he was busy getting a, a, his, a, jugs a waxed. his jugs waxed. Yes. Ugh, unbelievable. Um, a, I mean, despite being a fan favorite, <laughs> that guy definitely has some diva qualities to him. He does have his possessive ways as well as his very strong stance on certain subjects. Um, All right. Well, it was a pleasure talking to you. Honored to be on the show. Honored to have you. You guys, you keep on bringing the daily laughs. <laughs> that's that's what we're here for. All weekly, right. weekly laughs. Unless you listen weekly. to it every day, which is... No, I listened. I got all of the episodes memorized. So. <laughs> Justin Woods. <laughs> class act. Anyway, thanks for the call. Alright. Have a great Bye-bye. time in Oregon. You too. See ya. That's a good call. That was a good call. Thanks, Justin, for that. Uh, moving on. So, um, in my free time, I like to listen to a lot of hip-hop and rap music. And I was listening to one of my, uh, one of my favorite songs by Julia Santana, uh, titled Black Republicans. And one of his lyrics sort of caught me off guard. Um... It is, quote, rock star, flyer than an ostrich, end quote. That one really caught me off guard because ostriches can't fly. And so Julius, you know, can't really fly or is not fly. Um, Jules, rather. Anyway, and this really prompted me to sort of look into depth about this misguided notions of hip-hop lyrics. Um, 
and this really sparked a couple com- uh, conversation of my own head, so I'd like to share it with you guys. Uh, this next song is from It's Hot by Jay-Z. He says, 38 revolve like the sun around the earth. Well, if you're one of the 33% Americans who believe that the sun doesn't revolve around the sun, or the earth doesn't revolve around the sun, then you'd probably love this song. Continuing. This one's called Still Trippin', the original version, off the Day After Hell Broke Loose album of Chamillionaire. Um, He says, Always been about them horizontal lines through them S's. That's a dollar sign. To be honest, Charmillionaire, that wouldn't, that's not a, that's not a dollar sign. Horizontal means side to side, and I'm pretty sure the word you were looking for was vertical. And I believe Charmillionaire's, you know, he's, he's a good singer. He's a well, well brought up young man. And I believe he was just using that for sort of lyrical, lyrical reasons. Finally, I'd like to, I'd like to finish off on this one by Nor. Uh, song is called "Banned from TV," released in '98. He says, "I drink Hennessy straight with tomato juice. If you're mixing alcohol, you're not drinking it straight." So that one kind of uh, he kind of screwed up there. And you know what? I know I've said that was my last one, but this is actually my last one. Uh, it's by Redman. This is a song "Blackout" from the Blackout album. Uh, he says, I scored 1.1 on my SATs, but I still push a whip with right and left AC. Okay, first of all, you can't really score 1.1 on your SATs no matter how stoned you are, mainly because SATs aren't scored that way. Secondly, having a whip, that means car, with a left and a right AC isn't exactly accomplishment. And finally, since when do cars only sell AC on one side? So that was my little spiel about rappers and how they don't really take into account the legitimacy and you know how seriously people take uh people take their lyrics yeah so i i think all musicians (laughs) all musicians all songwriters should probably do their research and it's almost like it's a project and you have to do your research so you're putting out the right information and maybe that song by Jay-Z is the reason why many Americans think that the earth does not evolve, revolve sorry, around the sun. And to be honest, personally, I'm still on the fence about that. But what's more interesting to me is whether or not the earth is flat. <laughs> and I'm just going to flat out say, pun intended... <laughs> That the earth is flat. If you look at any map of the earth, it looks flat. So I don't know. I don't know why there's even an argument. Map is a picture of the earth. How could you take a picture of a circle, a circular object or a spherical object and have it come out flat? But what about globes? And what about the pictures we see from astronauts in their space stations? Because like where we see that it's a circle, it's not like a flat piece of paper in space. Shout out Kyrie Irving. Because I know he thinks that the earth is flat. And Kyrie, if you're listening, help me out here. Call in. Uh, shoot me a text. You can be on the show later. And I think that the pictures that are taken from outer space are not actually pictures. They're paintings. And some astronauts, when they go into space 
and they have less oxygen getting to their brain. They can't think as clearly, and they're delusional. And when they look at this flat earth, they see they see a circle, and that's what they paint. And it's a beautiful painting. Don't get me wrong, but it's clearly flat. Yeah, and if if Picasso were to draw it, he would draw it spherical because he distorts paintings and it's really flat and if you want a very realistic drawing of the earth then it's going to be flat plain and simple I do get that you know all the pictures we see I mean, most of them are printed on paper and paper is flat so I see where you're confused um, we do have great artists up in the sky there but they're, you know, painting realistic things. And the most real thing right now is Earth. You know, this is our home. We've got to protect it from, you know, methane and plastic bottles and whatnot. And at this point in time, this isn't really the biggest topic for discussion rather than, you know, saving the Earth is what, you know, most people would much rather talk about sure i get that stupid people think it's pretty flat but it's not it's also our home so we were going to try and keep that clean and safe for as long as possible i agree that it doesn't really matter whether it's flat or not and i think to save the earth we need those people in those documentaries that save the earth all the time like superman and spider-man to kind of step forth and start saving the earth like they do because you you see see these documentaries of these people with very they're not superpowers they're regular people just like you and me but they have advanced abilities we'll call them and they haven't been seen since these documentaries have been made and i don't they keep coming out with more so where do they keep filming them and the earth doesn't seem to be changing because of them all right so we were actually supposed to have cameron redmond as our special guest today but he got in a car accident so we have him live at the scene so here's cameron on the phone now hello Hello, Cameron Redman. How are you? I'm good. How about you, man? I'm good. For some of you who aren't working here at the Brunch Club, Cameron was supposed to be our special guest today, but he got into a traumatic automobile collision. Uh, Cameron, can you take us through the events? Uh, yeah. Um, so, you know, 5.07 p.m., uh, we were on our way back from an undisclosed location. Um, Who's we? And... Uh, me, my brother, and my brother's friend, Cameron. Two Camerons. Yes, two Camerons in the same vehicle. <laughs> Any, Anyway, if I can finish my story without being interrupted, we were at the corner of Dixon and Queensway East. Chippy neighborhood. Yeah, it is a sketchy neighborhood. That is right. Um, anyways, we were, uh, we were waiting for the southbound traffic on Dixie to slow down so we could turn right from Queensway onto Dixie and some kid t- like rear-ended us not T-boned us he rear-ended our car and uh, did did quite a bit of damage to his own car um, you know we're, we're in the Merc we're, we're, we're rolling in the Merc and uh, you know there's a bunch of sensors back there so that stuff's probably all broken and then we waited for police to show up for an hour, and they didn't show up, so we were like, okay, cool, so we left. And we have to go to some collision center in North York. 
which should be fun. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, what a traumatic story. Um, and I have a super uh, big concussion and my neck almost snapped. Oh, that's too bad. Um, all right. We are having some sort of trouble trying to visualize that event. Do you think you can you think you can recreate the sounds of what happened? Yeah. Um so we're gone, me, me. And then uh we're about to go right, so you know, that's the signal. Signal's going on, we're about to go right. Still waiting to go right. And then this is what Fag said to himself in the head, Hey, I should I should rear end these guys. They're having a really great day today. I should just you know, I should totally put their um, that's exactly what he said in his head. And then he goes, well, boom, like, cha, just throw out my phone, cha, right in the back of our car. And then we all go, oh, and my brother hit his head on the wheel. And, uh, and you know, yeah. Wow, compelling. Um, yeah. for some of are us, you, are you what? reliving that? Not quite. Um, for some of us who have okay. never been in a fender bender before, what did what did it smell? Not, not a fender bender. Full out accident. Tow trucks, police. But you said but you said the police didn't come. No, they didn't. But police were called. That's how serious it was. Crazy. All right. Um. Anyway, for some of us who haven't been in a f- fender bender, um, <clears throat> what yep. did it smell like? Um. You know, smell like any old day. Other than uh, when my brother almost hit his pants. Turtle was popping out. He almost hit his pants, so you can smell that. And uh, um, it's it, 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 it smelled like nicotine and like baby oil coming from the older gentleman's car who hit us. Wow. Yeah. I can almost smell it myself. You almost can. Okay, thanks for the call. Yeah, thank you so much. All right, that concludes our fifth episode. Uh, so from Thomas Finn. And Declan Graham, shout out Mother's Day. Have uh, have yourself a great day, evening, or night, whenever you're listening to this. And, uh, you know, sincerely, the Weekend Brunch Club.